This podcast contains adult materials with descriptions some listeners may find distressing. when you happen to be listening. I know you know I know this, but to set the record straight, my name is Gary. Gary Strange. And believe it or not, I live in London. I am a citizen of London. I just so happen to live in the sewers. I am currently residing in the tunnels of what the humble Prince Albert in 1851 deemed Albertopolis. That's right! I'm sliving it underneath Exhibition Road, home to many educational and cultural sites, including the Victoria and Albert Museum, the Royal Albert Hall, and Albert's extraordinary phantasmagorical Museum of Wonders and Delights! otherwise known as the Science Museum. They had to change the name as the original was a bit of a mouthful. One of the upsides of living in a sewer is that whenever you need to relieve yourself, you can do it there and then. No need to hold it in or excuse yourself in polite company. You can just let it go and let it flow on the tides of the Great Sulfuric River. It's not like it's going to make a difference to the surroundings. If anything, you are adding to the ambience. You can be free down here, which is all I've ever sought out in life. Especially since escaping the clutches of the Kremlin after a series of mistaken identity allegations. Who knew? Dressing up as Putin and riding bare-chested on a horse would make front-page news. I was just trying to keep myself to myself enjoy my weekend in the mountains, and live my best life. Luckily, I have found refuge in the most welcoming of countries, the United Kingdom of Great Brexit. Down in the depths of London's innards, I hear things other people don't get the privilege to listen to. Sometimes, these insights into the human condition are uttered with such softness You have to strain your ear to hear. I encountered one of these stories through the U-bend of a disused toilet. It drew my attention because every few seconds there was a single drop of what sounded like thick, clotted blood hitting the bowl. After every droplet, a man would whisper, Minstrel man, minstrel man. Using the U-bend as a sounding horn, I hollered up to him to see if he was all right. This is how he replied. Now, I'm fine. I'm better than fine. I'm Ian. Ian Bartender. From here, there, and everywhere. And I want to let you in on a little secret. I never really knew women. I mean, really knew them. Till I met Fauna. Flora Fauna. Before her, I never really knew what they were thinking, what they were feeling, 
where they were at emotionally. Probably because I never asked. I didn't understand why they would get so uptight about, you know, everything. And I really didn't know about periods. Menstruation. Didn't have a clue. It was like this film everyone was talking about that I'd never seen. I thought it would be fascinating, satisfying even, to gain an insight into them. Periods. To really experience them for myself. Then, finally, I would know about this film everyone was going on about. I'd be like the film critic. But how? My previous girlfriends never talked about periods with me. I wanted to have a natter about them, but I felt it would be a bit like opening Pandora's box and I'd never be able to shut him up. But over the years, I started to get more and more curious. Mesmerised by menstruation. And even has the word men in it. I had to know. I'm a man, goddammit. It's my God-given right to know when something has my name in it. It was begging for me to explore it. I started borrowing medical books from the library, but they were too technical and had long words that were hard to understand. I'm not great at reading good. I just wasn't getting that 350-degree experience like Oblivion at Alton Towers. Know what I mean? I needed to go where no man had gone before. That's why I decided to put an ad in the Evening Standard. Inquisitive male looking to experience female periods. Female must be willing to get intimate and discuss in detail. No time wasters. Many thanks in advance. That's when I met Fauna. Flora Fauna. As soon as the ad is published, I get the call. She invites me to her flat in Mudshoe that very evening. I'm a little apprehensive, especially since it is such a speedy response. I think she might be a nutter. I was expecting for it to take me weeks, months, even decades to find the right woman willing to let me in to her innermost intimate interior goings on. But destiny took the reins and Fauna appeared. Hesitantly, I approach the door to her flat. The door is a deep crimson and has lots of globular red drips dripping downwards. Thick, gloopy, like insulation foam. Maybe that's chic nowadays. Maybe that's trending at Habitat via the new Argos range. Who am I to judge? I'll ring the doorbell. The door opens. A woman appears. Her entire body is wrapped in a gigantic swathe of red material. She has a red veil over her face. She says nothing. I can't see her eyes. Her mouth. This is weird. But maybe this is how hipsters greet each other nowadays. Maybe it's trending on Twitter. I muster up the courage and say, Hello. What do you want? Uh, I'm... I'm, uh... Hear about the whole experiencing female periods thing? Oh, yes! Good, good. I'm glad you made it in one piece. Ian, right? 
Yeah, a Ian bartender, innit? Hi! Hello. With a sudden flourish, she removes the veil from her face. She is fit. Proper fit. But she knows it. Besides, this is a professional engagement, so I place her dog's bollocks beauty to one side and just listen to what she has to say. I'm Fauna. Florafauna is my full name, but you can call me by my new birth name, simply Fauna. Do come in. Your presence is welcome here. Namaste. I walk into her flat. Every single thing is red. Walls, red. Floor, red. Upholstery, red. There's a a large mahogany table covered in all different types of red food. Cranberries, tomato soup, red wine, lovely jubbly. The only thing that isn't red is an enormous jug of marinated bowls on the table. Wow! What a place you have here! Yes, it is something, isn't it? I'm an interior designer. I took a four-day course online. This place is just so itself. It's unusual. I couldn't live in anything else, I'm afraid. I'm one of those spirits that has to express their creativity upon anything they touch. It's just me, truly me. Now, as you can see, I've organized us a little drinky poos and a little bit of nibblies, so I do hope you're hungry. Luckily, I'm starving. Oh, goody, jolly good, you're in for a treat. I've made my speciality. I'm a bit of a wonder in the kitchen, if I do say so myself, especially since I use such limited ingredients. Are you vegan? Of a sort, yes. I like marinating things. Yeah. Now, listen up. My mama was an acrobat. My papa was a clown. They made me where I am today. She starts to shimmy around the room, wriggling and giggling. It's unnerving. Look at me. I am something. Aren't I? Aren't I? Look at me. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't mean to be forward, but you know why I'm here. Please, tell me everything. When I was a little girl, I helped clean out the elephant huts. Every so often, the hay would turn red. I asked Mama why. She said, Even elephants have periods too. Even elephants have periods too. It was a revelation. A delectation, a new sensation, a civilization, a renovation, almost a dissertation. But I needed to know more. I needed to understand everything. Then I met Pablo. Pablo. From that moment on, I realized everything is connected. We all come from the same place, the same breathing space, the Jade Valley, the Crimson Canyon. It bleeds for us like life glue that sticks us all together. Incredible, isn't it? She dips a piece of bread into a blood-red casserole and takes a bite out of it. 
I pride myself on finding things fascinating. Elephants have highly complex menstrual patterns. Did you know that? I studied them for my masters. I actually have a PhD in elephant menstrual cycles. Surprisingly, there aren't many of us with that qualification. Only two. Two? Yeah. Myself and my incredibly flamboyant tutor, Pablo. Pablo. Pablo Explosivo. I see. What a man. What a man's man. A manly man's man who dresses as a woman and knows about female elephant menstrual cycles. We fit like a dove in a glove. Except he had aspirations to be the ultimate goddess in our relationship, and I do not take to that kind there. Right. But you simply must meet him. You two would get on like a match being struck over a wet turd. Is that the expression? Whatever it is, you'd love him. He will 300% enlighten you on the inner esophagus of your hetero assumptions, even more than I have. I will have to meet this Pablo Explosivo then. You certainly, certainly, certainly must. As long as I'm not there. Okay. Nah. Can you explain in more detail about your... My... Your... My... Your... Periods. Yes, of course! I love talking about my periods. This is so exciting. I'm getting all excited now. Excitement? Calm. Excitement? Calm. I choose excitement! Now, I try to get my period at least twice a month. If I don't get it twice a month, naturally, then, well, I have to use other means. What? You know... No. Come on, use that yin-yang brain of yours. I really don't understand how you would be able to get your period more than twice a month. I mean, even how you get your period twice a month naturally is mind-boggling. I'll let you in on a little secret just between us two. If I don't get my period at least twice a month naturally, I have to cut myself. Oh, don't be alarmed. It's just a slit. Just a teeny weeny slit. She indicates the width of a slit with her fingers. Take a look at this one. I cut it fresh yesterday. She starts pulling up her long flowing scarlet gown. Seriously, you should take a look at this. This is for educational purposes. No, no, no. Really? Maybe later. She pulls down the skirt of her gown and rearranges what I think is her knickers. Okay, well, maybe later then. Yes, yes, thank you. I bet you're thinking that's barbaric. But think again, sister. It does sound a little unpleasant. It's quite refreshing if you think about it. I'm trying to. You need to think about it. Otherwise, why did you come to my inner sanctum? You came here to understand menstruation, didn't you? Yeah. Then think about it. I demand that you think about it. Oh, okay. We both sit in silence. I can see that Fauna is really thinking about it. She's really indulging herself in it. She starts to physically engage herself while thinking about it. Meanwhile, I'm straining to think about it. I start making involuntary facial expressions, which I try to control, but it's easier said than done. 
I look around the room for inspiration. All I can see is red, red, red. Red, red, red. Wet, wet, wet. This reminds me of the band of the same name. I start thinking about how tuneful their cover version is of the song Love Is All Around Me. I feel it in my fingers. Yeah, I feel it in my toes. The love is all around me. And so the feeling grows. Have you thought about it now? Yeah, yeah, I have. I've been doing that thinking business. Yeah, yeah. I can see that you have. You've got that slight look of constipation on your face. I have? Of course you have, love bug. All men do after they've been thinking. Oh. Look, the reason I do it, the slitting, is because it cleanses the system, the womb, the soul, the mind. And on a purely practical level, I get to use my lifetime supply of tampons I won in a competition on Woman's Hour. The question, would you believe, was on female elephant menstrual cycles. I was like a child in a rifle store. I've got so many tampons, I actually give them out to female hobos on the street. This one street urchin I give them to calls them bobos for hobos. I've no idea why. Bobos for hobos? Yeah, it has a nice little ring to it, don't you think? Maybe I'll market it. I mean, I certainly have enough of the product, but I wouldn't make much profit, would I? Would I? I mean, do hobos watch adverts on TV? What do you think? I, uh, I... I look around, bemused. I pick up me glass of wine to take a sip, but the consistency doesn't look quite right. It's thick and has what looks like clots in it. So I put it down again with the hope she doesn't notice. I don't want to be impolite. These natural wines all have sediment nowadays. Hello, Earth to Ian. Answer my question. Do hobos watch adverts on TV? Maybe they watch TV through the windows of electronic shops like Maplin, but then they wouldn't be able to hear the sound. Right. So the advert would have to be image-based, I guess. I like your thinking. I like your constipated face right now. This might just work. Right. I personally find it absurd that this quote-unquote government-slash-tyrannical regime doesn't do more to help female hobos with their menstrual issues. Did you know, if you haven't got an address, you can't register with a gynecologist, let alone your local mediocre GP? This is an abomination. It's like Catch-22, but for vaginas. I can see your point. I feel like I'm the only one thinking like this. I'm the only one having to take on the cause all by myself. It's ludicrous. She wrenches open her living room window and shouts. They have their time of the month too, you know. They have their time of the month too. They need our support and tampons. They need the gentle caress of our exultant femininity when they are having their bloodbath. It's the most important time of the month. Do your neighbours mind you doing that? Oh, they're used to it. They're all insane. I mean, sometimes they complain. 
but I've dealt with them. Fauna absentmindedly taps the glass of the jar of bowls with the tip of a pair of scissors she has pulled at from under her flowing skirts. I've had the police over a couple of times. They left rather quickly, saying they'd made some kind of mistake. I don't understand the logic of this country. I really don't. She pulls out a hypodermic needle and starts injecting a tomato on the table. The syringe is full of something red. What are you doing? Oh, this is just my offering to help the community prosper. What do you mean? Instead of a trendsetter, I'm a red setter. <laughs> Did you get up? No. Oh, it's all very natural what I do. She starts injecting another tomato. I can see you doing something. I just don't know what it is. Okay, so what I do is... I go to supermarkets like Waitrose, Marks and Spencers, Sainsbury's, Tesco's, Morrison's, Co-op, Iceland, Aldi, Little, but never Asta. It's dirty in there. And I subtly inject tomatoes with menstrual blood. <gasps> Why? Sometimes it's hard. If the tomatoes are covered in that plastic packaging, it's a little harder to maneuver. It takes a little more jimmying in. But I get the job done. Usually there's a pinprick left after the needle perforating the plastic, but other than that, no one can tell the difference. Sorry, what was your question? Why? Why'd you do this? Why? Why? That's obvious, isn't it? I'm making the fruit and vegetables more organic. I'm doing them a favor. Why does nobody understand me? I'm doing this for the good of humanity. I just have to do it subtly, otherwise people get angry. It's so frustrating. Wow. You bet. And you know what wow spelled backwards is? Bizarre. No, it spells wow. You know, you may have even had one of my super organic tomatoes in one of your home-cooked dinners. You just wouldn't have realized. Isn't that funny? That's cute, right? I feel a bit ew. I gag a little in my mouth. She doesn't seem to notice. She's busy picking at the reddish dirt from underneath her fingernails. Fauna slides herself out from the table and begins watering her plants with what I now realise is menstrual blood. I've been doing the rounds for years in the different boroughs of London. Which borough do you live in again? Southwark. Yeah, I've done Southwark. It's one of my faves. Oh, gag again. I've done Southwark, Lambeth, Greenwich, Westminster, Camden, and Barnet. I haven't got around to hacking yet. Hipsters freak me out. Hippies, not hipsters all the way, you get me? Yeah, I think I'll get you. I'm building up the courage for Chelsea. They've got more security there. I'm actually improving my technique by practicing for five minutes every day at home. I've started doing it in my sleep. It's like sleepwalking, except it's tomato injecting. It's become second nature to me. Are you religious? I'm not, no. Neither am I, sweet pea, neither am I. But I'm a feminine, feline spiritualist on a quest to the inner sanctum where the chi flows out of the anus of imperial mysticism in a high-fiber, low-carb, beefed-up, toned-down bloodbath of exalted femininity with a capital F. And that's the difference. Hey, you're looking a little peaky over there. Are you okay? Yeah. Let Fauna help you out. Have some more wine. I guess the creative juice is flowing. 
She pours more wine into the glass I haven't touched. It almost leaks over the top. I look at it, frightened. She slurps from her own glass, seemingly oblivious to the sand she's making. Whatever you want to say about this woman, she's got balls. Opening up to the wondrous world of women, the woman, the goddess, the shrine, the Jade Valley, the Crimson Canyon, the queen of the night, Diana Ross, Barbara Streisand, is truly a delightful, extraordinary, mind-altering experience. My mind is certainly altered. I can't believe that. Once you've opened your eyes, your legs, your loins to it, you'll never be the same again. It's really exquisite. Really, it will change your experience of this. This. All this, baby. All this. Mm. Now try this. She rips off her top, no bra in sight, and pours a bucket of menstrual blood down her bare chest. Liberating for the soul. I feel my soul being cleansed. She smears her hand down her chest. Now you try. Go on, it's organic. I look on, wide-eyed, petrified. It opens your inner physical womanhood onto the outer plane of consciousness. You need to do this. But I'm a man. Are you though? Or are you imprisoning yourself? With the prism of the male mind, the masculine shackles of society oppressing the lotus flower within you? I don't know. Why is this so hard? You know I can help you. I can release you from these bonds you've incarcerated yourself with. You can? Of course I can. I'm Fauna. Flora Fauna is my full name, but you can call me by my new birth name, simply Fauna. I am woman, I am nature, I am goddess, I am world, I am water, I am forest, I am seed, I just peed, now you. Me? Say it, shriek it, I am the lotus, the lotus flower. Oh, I am the lotus flower? Scream it, louder, I am the goddess, I am the godhead, the ulterior motive. Suddenly I go for it. I rip off me shirt. I pour a bucket of menstrual blood all over me bare chest. Come on, lads. Come on. Who are you? Who are you? I am the goddess. It's time. Fauna's face transforms from that of a manic pixie dream girl to simply one of a maniac. She grabs the scissors, pulls down me trousers and... It was the moment, the moment when the blind begin to see. Crazy shit, innit? But there's so much more to learn. And still, I'll remember it as if it was yesterday. Because, yes, it was yesterday. Still, I'm a changed man. Woman. Woman man. Woman, man, woo. Man, I used to be Ian Bartender. Nah, I'm Menstrual Man. Hmm, mine are still there. What about yours? Always good to check those baggy boys.
Clown Sex is written, performed, and produced by Natasha Sutton-Williams. The director is Phoebe Ladenberg. The executive producer is Christopher Hogg. The sound designer is Matthew McGuinness. The music consultant and pianist is Morgan Hayes. The studio director is John Wakefield. The original music is composed and performed by Natasha Sutton-Williams. 